0: Hello, everyone out there. This is Peter Harris from Commercial Property Advisors, author of the book, Commercial Real Estate Investing for Dummies, and coach and mentor to many commercial real estate investors all across this great nation of ours. The title and subject of today's podcast is three tax advantages of commercial real estate are the power of depreciation, the significance of appreciation, and the brilliance Of a 1031 exchange. I'm going to solve the problem of how you can incorporate these three wealth building principles using commercial real estate into your life and changing your financial life forever. Let's get started. Let's get started with the power of depreciation. So, some of you think when you think of depreciation, you think something worth less and less. So, In commercial real estate, what we get to do is take a set value and deduct every year the value of the building as a tax write-off. So let me explain. So depreciation is a large annual tax write-off you get once you put your commercial property into service. So let me give you a quick example. You have a five-unit apartment building here. Let's say you bought it for a million dollars. And when you buy a commercial property, like in a five-unit apartment building, The IRS looks at that entire project as a building and then land. You can write off the building, but you can't write off the land. So the building, we're going to allocate uh, the million dollars, 85% of the the million dollars as the building and 15% of the million dollars as the land. So 85 and 15. Let me show you what I mean. So the two components, the building and the land, we're going to take a million dollar of the total price as the 85% of the building. Is 850000 That's what we get to write off. And then the land is the, the difference between the $850 and the million, which is 150000 Follow me? So the IRS allows you to write off or depreciate the building over 27 and a half years. So you have 850000 Watch the math. $850,000 divided by 27 and a half years equals $30,909 of depreciation per year for the next 27 years. Incredible, right? So why is this so powerful? It's because here's what you get to do with it. You get to write off this $30,000 per year against your income. So if you have a W-2 job and you're making a certain amount of money and you need tax write-offs, you can buy this building and every year you can get a tax write-off of $30,000 just by owning the property. The second... Part why this is so powerful is you get this thirty thousand dollar tax break every single year without lifting a finger. All you did was buy this property. Isn't that powerful? Very powerful. Now I want to clear up one thing you're probably wondering about is the IRS allows you to write off a residential property and a commercial property. So residential property is an apartment building, and for the IRS, it doesn't—they don't care if it's a duplex or a hundred unit. They classify that as a residential property. That's 27 and a half years. Now, an office building or retail buildings, self-stores, whatever, that's considered commercial for the IRS. That's over 39 years. I want to clear that up because I know you're going to ask me that question. And by the way, if you want to ask me a question, go ahead and, and text Peter to 833-942-4516. Love to hear from you. So that's the beauty of depreciation of a commercial property or a five-unit apartment building. Now, I want to take it up a notch and share with you something a little more complex, but I want you to see how powerful this is. When I say powerful, I mean powerful. So let's say you are a little more advanced, okay? You're one of our students and you decided that, you know, Peter, I have four buddies of mine or four family members or four investors that we want to go in this together and do a larger deal. Like, great, we can show you exactly how to do that. So let's say that happened. 24-unit building, and we're going to call it a joint venture with four of your friends. So five people total, you and your your four friends. Let's say the purchase price is $3.5 million. Just making it up for for easy purposes here. And then, again, 85% of this $3.5 million building You can depreciate. So 85% of 3.5 million is 2.975 million. So you can write that off over 27 and a half years, or you can depreciate per year, get tax write offs per year of $108,000. Incredible. But again, you have four of your buddies and and yourselves. You have five people. So you're going to split this over five ways. So 108,000 divided by five partners. Each person gets to write off on their own taxes $21,600 per year for the next 27 years. Now, watch this. What if each partner received $20,000 in cash flow? So you bought this 24-unit property. It's going to cash flow. Let's say you're able to pay each of your partners, including yourself, $20,000 for the whole year. Watch what happens. So the net result will be a paper loss of $1,600. So you and your partners pocketed $20,000, but you get to depreciate or tax write off $21,600. So you have a negative, you have a negative of the paper loss of $1,600. So you will have a negative $1,600 shown on your tax returns, negative $1,600, even though you pocketed $20,000. You pocketed. Cold cash, $20,000, but from the IRS standpoint, you lost money. That's the power, again, of depreciation. Hope I convinced you now. So that is the power of depreciation. Next, I want to go into what I call the significance of appreciation. Let's continue here with the significance of appreciation. So the significance of appreciation, basically when the property value goes up, right? So increase in property value, but in this section, I'm going to share with you that this increase in property value is tax advantaged. Let me give you an example so you can see the significance of that. As you know, from watching my videos, and I know many of you have watched my my earlier videos where I talk about as you increase your, your rents and you increase your net operating income of the property, of your commercial property, the value goes up along with it. So let's say you have a 12 unit apartment building and you bought it for a million dollars and you put down a $250,000 down payment. So you put down 25%. Let's keep it simple. Now what you're going to do is you're going to raise your rents $150 over the next 2 years. So each sold for year 1 $75, year 2 $75. Now this is something that's reasonable and I know you can do almost anywhere. So at the end of two years, you have your $150 on each unit of the 12 unit. So you are now making an extra $1,800 a month. Follow me? So $1,800 a month and you have 12 months. So the yearly figure is $21,600 per year more that you are making. So now as you go back up here, as you increase your income, property value goes up. Look at this equation. To figure out and calculate your value increase, here's the equation. You're going to take your annual increase and divide it by your market cap rate. Let's say your market cap rate is 6%. So you have your $21,600 annual increase divided by your six cap. There's the math. $360,000. So as a result, over the next two years, you have raised your rents $75 a year. That's all you did. You have created or you have forced the appreciation of your property by $360,000. And this is not taxed. Okay. This is all tax advantage. This is something you can do on a commercial property. You can't do this on the fourplex. You can't do this on a triplex or duplex or a single family home. This only applies to commercial property. Five unit apartment building and higher or any other commercial property does not apply anywhere else. Follow me over here now. Now we're going to talk about the second tax advantage scenario here that's so important that you really have to know the significance of. So it's called a cash out refinance. I'll go through it quickly. Some of you know what a cash out refinance, you've done one to your house or right? Your house value comes up, you go to the bank, you, you get a new loan, you re- refinance your loan, you take out money, right? You guys understand that. So now this million dollar property that you've increased it by 360000 Now it's worth the new value is 1.36 million, right? You understand that. Now, when you go to a commercial lender and say, hey, Mr. Lender, my property is now worth $1.36 million. I would like to do a cash out refi. He'll say, okay, but I will loan you 75% of the new value. That's standard. So refi loan amount is equal to 75% of the new value. So 75% of that of the 1.36 is a million twenty thousand dollars. This is your refinance loan. Now, next to figure out how much money you're going to get, you're going to pull out of your property because of the refinance. Here's the equation: cash out amount, okay, in your pocket, equals the refi loan amount minus your current loan. Remember, your current loan is seven hundred fifty thousand because you bought it for a million and you put down two hundred fifty. So a million twenty—that's your refinance loan minus the seven hundred fifty thousand equals. cold hard cash in your pocket at closing of this refinance loan. And guess what? This is in your pocket tax-free. It is not taxed until you sell the property. It's not taxed. So you can take this money and do anything you want with it. You can put a new roof, a new parking lot, improve the building. I would prefer you do that or you buy another property. Don't go off and buy a boat or anything else. That makes no financial sense whatsoever. We're trying to help you build a legacy, a financial legacy here take this money and leverage it into another property, just like that one, and rinse and repeat. So so the significance of appreciation is that it is tax advantage. That's so powerful in commercial estate. Now, next thing, what I want to do is go over the brilliance, okay, the pure brilliance, what a 1031 tax deferred exchange can do for you. Let's do that next. Last but not least, certainly not least, is the brilliance of a 1031 exchange. So let's get started. So the 1031 exchange is a IRS code for allowing you investors to sell a property for profit and take all those profits into the next deal, thereby not paying any capital gains taxes. So the capital gain taxes are deferred until when you take the profits. So you're going to use the profits for a larger deal. And I have a video where I do a deeper dive into the particulars of a 1031 exchange, but it is such a powerful tax advantage strategy that you must know of. Now let me, let me give you a couple examples. So let's say this is you. And I know many of you out there have single family home rentals. Do they have equity in them? So let's say you have $300,000 of equity in your single family rental and you're renting out to one individual. And then what I want you to do is sell it. Let's say you sell it for $600,000 and, and you have $300,000 in profits. You're going to 1031 exchange it into a larger property, into a 12-unit property. So you're going from a single family home rental into a 12-unit property tax deferred. You're not paying any capital gains taxes so long as you buy something more for the one you sell it for. So you're you're going to buy it for a million dollars and you're not going to pay taxes. That's the beauty of 1031 exchange. You're going to defer the capital gains taxes for out there sometime in the future. Why is this brilliant? Here's why. Many of you have to see this. Well, number one is you're going to start getting $30,000 a year in tax deductions, right? From depreciation. You recall that a a few minutes ago? so this million dollar property is going to produce for you thirty thousand dollars in tax deductions your single-family home wasn't even producing thirty thousand in income you're going to get thirty thousand dollars starting day one in tax write-offs by exchanging into this 12-unit property number two if you can get your rents up higher on this 12-unit property you'll be able to do a cash out refi and build your legacy from there so You're going to buy this 12 unit, you're going to get the rents up, $150 a unit, be worth $1.36 million and you're going to pull that cash out and you're going to start building your legacy by taking that money from your cash out refi into the larger property. So it starts, it could start with if this is you, if you have a single family rental that's doing nothing for your retirement, do this. Now let's roll over to something, my favorite part, this is what we do for our students. Do you remember a few minutes ago, I gave an example of a 24-unit apartment building that our student and four of his investors bought for $3.5 million. It was a joint venture. So here's what you're going to do with that. This is you. You're going to hold it for five years. Now, I'm saying five years because in commercial, you're not going to get rich overnight. It takes years to get rich, and you can get rich. So we're going to hold it for five years. And over those five years, we're going to raise the rent, okay? just like we did over here. Now, at the end of the fifth year, we're going to sell it for their higher value. Let's say, you know, we bought it for 3.5 million. We got the rents up over five years and now it's worth 4.5. This is not a stretch. I'm being conservative here. So now it's worth $4.5 million and you're going to sell it now at the end of the fifth year with a 1031 exchange. So you're going to sell it. You're going to take all the profits into a larger property. Not paying the capital gains taxes. Again, this is about tax advantages. So you're going to take all of your tax deferred profits into a larger deal. That's what you're doing here. Now, what, what is your tax deferred profits, right? Here it is. Here's the math. So you're going to sell it for 4.5 and you owe on a property 2.65. How did I come up with that? Well, you bought it for 3.5 and you put down 25%. So your loan amount is 3.5 minus 25%, which is that number. So your profit is what you sold it for and what your loan amount is. So your profit is $1.875 million. That's the amount that will be in your 1031 exchange account. And that is going to be used as a down payment into your larger property. So you have $1.875 million in your account to buy a larger property. How much of a larger property can you buy? Well, it's 25% of something. It is exactly... 25% of $7.5 million. So you can exchange into a larger property worth $7.5 million. And then that will be a larger property. And guess what? This is how generational wealth is built. It's how I did it. It's how our students are doing it. You start off with a single family home. You buy a a smaller apartment building. You wait a few years. You get better at the business. You build up. You build up. You buy a larger one. Then you buy a larger one, boom, generational wealth, financial family legacy set for, I don't know how many generations, if you teach them the same thing. So there you go. That was the brilliance of a 1031 exchange. I share with you the significance of appreciation and the power of depreciation all wrapped up here. So I just saw for you the, the problem of how to build a financial legacy using commercial real estate. By implementing these three tax advantage strategies. So your next step is if you don't have a single family rental, but you have means to buy commercial real estate, hey, what I want you to do is send any question you want from me on what to do with that money, right? Text the question to me, 833-942-4516. We'll give you some advice. If this is you, okay, if you have a single family home rental that's doing nothing, need to get things started everyone so I really hope you enjoy the three tax advantages of commercial real estate thank you so much for hanging out with me today